Uh, Lord, I just pray now that the, the line that you gave me, sitting looking at open countryside on a clear day, would now be touched by your Holy Spirit as I share what came from that one line of inspiration. talk is called Can You See Jesus Clearly? The oldest man in England died recently and in an interview before he passed away he was asked the secret of his long life. He replied, to know where you came from, to know yourself and to know where you are going at the end of life. Some of us sadly didn't know our parents. Some of us are still trying to know ourselves. But to know where we are going at life's end is the big question. We know that Jesus said that to help us that he is the way, the truth and the life. But what if we cannot see Jesus clearly? Let's look at Mark 8 for help. Mark 8, verse 22. Here we find Jesus and his followers and his disciples coming into the town of Bethsaida. Some people bring Jesus a blind man. That man wants to be healed. So Jesus leads him by the hand to outside, outside the city. Isn't that strange? But on reflection, we realize that Jesus was leading him into a quiet place, a place of rest, because he had something to teach his disciples. And that something involved the blind man. In the quiet place outside the city wall, Jesus first spits on the blind man's eyes and then places his hands on him. Do you see anything? asked Jesus. The man replies, I see people. They look like trees walking about. Now, it's clear, isn't it? The disciples hadn't dressed up like cedars of Lebanon. They hadn't dressed up by trees and they were moving around. But it's clear also that Jesus at that point had not fully healed his, the man's eyes the first time. This is Jesus, the creator, Jesus, the all-powerful one. And yet in this instance, we see that somehow he does a partial healing. So what is that about? He then moves on. He then places his hands on the blind eyes and the sight is fully restored. The blind can see. That prophecy from the Old Testament about the lame and the blind comes true in front of the seeing eyes. And in doing it that way, it's a two-stage process process so that we ourselves may see and understand 
that there are three categories of people who follow Jesus. Three categories. First, those who are completely blind, spiritually blind to Jesus. They do not know him. Secondly, people who have a blurred vision of Jesus. They have some things right, but they have some things that are blurred and incorrect. And the image is not the Christ image. There's something missing in the blurring of the vision. And thirdly, we have those who can see Jesus clearly. Let's just pause there and look at another healing. And again, it's another blind man in John 9, verses 1 to 12. Jesus sees a blind man who needs help and healing. <coughs> the disciples, however, don't just see a blind man. They make a judgment. A sinner is what they see. Rabbi means teacher. Again, Jesus in a teaching role. Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents? No, neither. He was born blind. You see, Jesus looks and he sees a child of God, valuable, who he loves, draws in, and then heals. How does he do it this time? Interestingly, again, he spits not on the eyes, but on the ground, and he makes mud, and he anoints the blind eyes. That chorus we just sang said about Jesus being the anointed one. But here, the anointing comes with a mixture of Jesus' spittle and the mud. Now, the word anoint is a Greek word, and you know it's the same word in translation as Christ. He Christs the blind man's eyes. Christ, the anointed one, anoints with mud and the blind can see. You see, it's a little story, isn't it? But it has a vast implication. Sickness and healing. Blindness and sight. Prejudice and love in action, fear and faith, rejection by man, acceptance, acceptance by the anointed one. A place of defeat and a place of victory. So what to ask ourselves this morning or those listening? Have our eyes been Christed? open spiritual eyes to see Jesus clearly. And do not be surprised that as that happens, you will see changes in the way you see yourself. You see so many guests who Jesus is, and in their blindness, they limit him to these words. He's a prophet, a miracle worker, 
a good man. But they are blind to God's Son, Savior, the Anointed One, the only sinless one who came to save each one of us, both here and those listening, from our sins. To be able to come to the only one who can give that forgiveness and cleansing as a perfect man that Jesus was, sinless. And then we come to that place where we know personally Jesus, the one who never, ever leaves us. And further, he takes us to heaven at the end of our lives to be with him for eternity. To have eternal life and not to die. To live with Christ. We live today, don't we, after the biblical events of the death on the cross, the death of Jesus at Calvary, and the rising of Jesus from the empty tomb. We know the events, don't we? You've heard them. But do you see Jesus clearly? Not only who Jesus is, but what he has done for you and how that affects and impacts your lives. So, what about you today? Can you see Jesus clearly? You may need help to do that. And Jesus, in his love for us, gives us that helper, that person he asked to come, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes to open our spiritual eyes, to clear blurred vision spiritually, and to encourage and build us up. He is the giver of truth, so we know the truth about Jesus. He will anoint those areas of our eyes that are closed, and he will equip, encourage, and just nurture the growth of faith in us that as we see Jesus, we reflect his faith in some small way as we move through life. So let us now pray to ask the Holy Spirit to give us whatever measure of clarity we need so that as I could see that view clearly that day across the countryside, the hills, the fields and the trees, I could see clearly. But the word from the Lord was, can you see Jesus clearly? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just ask your Holy Spirit now to come and come and touch our eyes, our spiritual eyes, and give us open hearts. And that clarity, blow away the dust blow away those things that impair our vision and knowledge of Jesus. Clear our minds, clear our hearts, and make our human spirit open to the working of the Holy Spirit now. Come, Holy Spirit, just invite you to come in this place of rest, in this atmosphere of rest, to do more than I can say in simple words. Come, Holy Spirit, we welcome you, we invite you, 
to do whatever it is that we know we need in our head and our hearts. In the silence, may we be blessed in the full measure that we receive this morning. May the warmth and power and love of Christ fill us in new ways.